Welcome again to the I Quit Church podcast. This is definitely the place if you are in any way have been hurt, broken, bored, just burnt out of the buildings, the programs of the modern church. This is the conversation that you want to be listening to. I'm, I'm super excited because I finally got to sit down with Will Manning and have a conversation with him. And the conversation went great. Got to hear his heart, hear where he's been, where he feels like he's going. This man is amazing. He has grown up. I, I knew him when he was in campus ministry as a college student. And then he has served in campus ministry, interned with campus ministry and with local churches. And now he's in this transitioning period and he's just been, yeah, he's, (laughs) he's got a lot of reflection he wanted to share with us. And uh, the conversation went for a little while. So I'm actually not going to be sharing uh, too much of anything other than just, I want to share with you this conversation we had. It's so good. So I'm glad that you found this. You know, if you go to iquitchurch.com, you'll find a place on there where you can leave a voicemail, where you can type out your story. You're able to contact me. Let me know if you'd like to be on this podcast and share your story anyway. This is definitely a great place to do that. I will be uh, sharing some of these uh, uh, notes and studies I've been doing on works and worship I'll uh, try to get that into my next podcast, but really want to make sure since this conversation with Will went a little longer than expected, um, I, I'm not cutting anything. It's just going to, I'm giving it to you raw. This is, this is what the conversation was. This is what we talked about it. We're not hiding any of it. Listen, it, if you are listening to this and you love doing full-time ministry and you love you know, interning at churches and and be involved in that, all those programs and stuff, then, then God bless you. That's I've said that so many times on here. That's not what we're trying to do. Is to, We're not trying to discourage you to from doing the things that you, you love doing. That's okay. But you, does def, definitely doesn't make you more of a Christian doing those things. And we have the freedom to just love God and love people. And we don't have to be involved in buildings and programs all the time. But uh, uh, enough rambling. Let's uh, let's take a look at this conversation we had. Well, Will Manning has been somebody that has been amazing to get to know and will it is super awesome to have you just chatting with me here i've known you now and it's been a while even back when you used to be a college student and kind of hung out with the college campus ministry network uh that my wife and i were a part of here in indianapolis when you were a student here in indiana we got to know each other back when you were a student, and now you are out there doing some missions, internships, getting your feet wet with all these different kind of outreaches and churches, and you've grown up in the church, and 
man, you have got a lot of background when it comes to different types of ministry. I could definitely vouch for that. Uh, the other day, you were sharing some stuff on social media, and I reached out to you, and I said, I'd love for you to just kind of share some of your experiences and what you've been going through right now here on the I Quit Church podcast. Man, I am so glad you took me up on that and are joining me. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm doing well. How about yourself, man? Doing extraordinary. And uh, so, yeah, man, I just, I'm anxious to hear what's been going on. Can you just kind of share a little bit about what you've been through, let's say, the last four or five years as it relates to your faith experience? Oh, man, where to begin? <laughs> so, um, over the past four years, five years now, going on five years, um, it's been a season, I would say, of like reawakening slash, reconstruct, slash uh, reconstruction slash deconstruction. Ooh. And we're reconstruction again. So it's like, it started like, I would say mid-2016, just like gaining more, um, um, what's the word for it, um, exposure as well as like broadening of like how the church of America can be in many areas, which has for me been eye-opening and surprising but at the same time when I put two and two together of how the church of America has been built from the ground up I'm like oh that makes sense now mm. so for me so for me it's like it's kind of like how um how Malcolm X how how he went to Mecca how beforehand he was like the staunch nation of Islam like committed to the core dude but then once he went over to Mecca and he had that exposure to to I guess the truer is or way of Islam um, he was like, oh, wow, like, my, like the Nation of Islam is very, like, short, dogmatic, sighted, where it's like, mm. where it's like everything here, it's like brotherhood, like, there's more to the faith than what I thought. And mm. I would say my experience is more of like the Christian version of Malcolm X. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what kind of even got you into exploring ministry? Um, did you you grew up in church before college? Did you just start getting involved in college? I, I guess I don't really remember kind of where um, your faith began. began. Right. Um, so um, I grew up going to church, but I um, yeah, but I wasn't raised in the church. It was just okay. a Sunday thing, like you know, Tuesday night, Wednesday night Bible studies um, involved with um, the youth groups, but it wasn't anything concrete or tangent. It was just routine, and that was it. Um, okay. I got saved um, in college. Um, I committed my life to Jesus then uh, through uh, Chi Alpha Christian Fellowship. That, okay. and that's where God made me where I was. Um, I got more exposure to the gospel, more exposure to the faith and how tangible it really was as opposed to like just far off distant that I originally thought it was when I was just going to church. Okay. So. All right. And what, what kind of uh, got you feeling like, yeah, man, I want to start like making this a career or exploring ministry as a career kind of how talk to us about how that happened and how that's been going so far um it started yeah um so it started around uh 2016 2017 um i was a college student um involved with uh Chi Alpha. i was on i was on the student leadership as, as a, um, a student leader and i was considering um doing what they called the the, the cmit program which is campus missionaries and training and I was intrigued by that because I love Kyle for so much. I love the ministry so much because of the the other uh, community that it offered as as, uh, as as well as like the real practical way of living out your faith. 
And so mm. I was like, how do I make a career out of this? Or like, do they have any options of like extending this? And so they uh, offered that. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with that. Um, it was a two year process because I had to finish school. Um, had to, had to, had to, had to uh, complete like four more semesters of college. So after I, um, I graduated, I, um, I worked for a year. I worked at Chick-fil-A for three years, two years in college and for a year after I graduated. And okay. that's when um, I got the call to, you know, to do it. Okay, so th- that's how you got started, was kind of being a, uh, a campus missionary in training. Yep. You did that for one, two years? Uh, for a year, yeah, for a oh, year. For a year, uh, okay. And then yeah. what happened after that then? how What was that experience like? Did you enjoy it? Was it worth doing? What did <laughs> you gain from that? Um, the thing... So, um, the thing is, is that like, I'm thankful that I did it. Um, but in the process, it wasn't really enjoyable because I was at, a, um, a predominantly white campus with a predominantly white ministry and it wasn't any fault of, um, of, um, any of like the leaders at all. It was just like the culture of the school. Um, it was just like. It was like here, here. It was like here, here, here. Here I was, this black kid, you know, who was inner city black, uh, culture to the core, you know, um, socially aware, woke, all that. And I'm here at this campus that I'm fighting to fit into, but because of like how I am as a person and and who God made me to be, and how I've been growing and maturing in the faith, as well as like combining that, or, or not combining that, but like bridging the gap between the culture and Christ, like. I stick out like a sore thumb and, you know, maybe, you know, get some side eyes or maybe not like literally, but like it felt like that. But like there were some instances where like it was kind of like nudge if, 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 um, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so like just feeling like an outsider, feeling like I didn't like fit in. But through, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, but through it all, though, like I persevered. Um, um, it, it, um, God used it to help me grow thick skin as well as like stand on my, on my own two feet and stand on my convictions. And, okay. um, but yeah, like, um, it was kind of like, a, it was, it was kind of like a fish out of water experience, but I think mm. for the, for, for the, um, yeah, the growth through it. Okay. And then, so after doing a year of that, what was your next step? And I think that's what you're currently doing now, right? What have you transitioned right. into? Um, yeah, so, um, I transitioned into doing, uh, into doing, uh, inner, inner, inner uh, city missions. Which okay. Is my passion. Um, and so um, with that, um, because I felt the calling like all year, like throughout my my, uh, my internship with with the uh, the CMIT program. Um, and so um, when I got that calling, I took it um, and I've been doing it now for seven months, going on eight. And um, and the and the experience, again, has been challenging, um, more challenging, actually, than my last one, which I feel like. I'm like God. Like this is my passion. Like why am I so like? Why is this not what I what I expected it to be? But it's mm-hmm. like it's predominantly white culture. Like especially like combined with white boomer culture. You know, of course it's not gonna be what you thought, or or I mean, or, or, or what you thought. Because when I got down here, I didn't know that um, the uh, the church I was a part of, who was doing the inner city missions, was combining with another church that was predominantly white white boomer. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I wish I could have been 
school this before I committed, but okay. <laughs> so but, you um, thought you were going to be going down to Atlanta, working with predominantly uh, black families and black neighborhoods, doing yeah, which I, more black ministry, um, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. That's who you feel kind of called and connect with the most when it comes to ministry. Is that what you mean? And then you kind of were surprised like, oh, you know what? We're kind of going to turn into more like this. Yeah. Um, so like I was, um, yeah, like, so I was hoping like to spend more time like in, in the other neighborhoods, uh, like connecting with people, which I've been doing, but it's been like a routine um, as opposed to just organic. I mean, of course there has to be a structure, but it's like, I feel like the only, the only part of it has been organic or, mm-hmm. or not, or, 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 um, um, not organic, but um, uh, uh, organized. Okay. So oh, can I ask, like what have you been doing down there what like what does a uh, internship at this church look like then are you like printing out the uh, the bulletins and uh <laughs> passing out so honestly, flyers to come to come to the sunday service and working the kids ministry mm-hmm. i don't know what are you what have you been doing <laughs> so <laughs> in the in the in the show i've been doing grunt work okay Just everything i'm told to do everything you know i'm tasked to do with like so, because of like the uh, the the, uh, the the church merge, has been a lot of like um, a lot of uh, maintenance work, a lot of like labor work at the church building, as well as like um, um, helping with a nonprofit, which 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 like the nonprofit is what's targeted towards the inner city. But okay. um, like so with the, uh, the labor work, that's just mainly what I've been doing, as well as like helping out with like. Our um our nonprofit, which includes a free food giveaway that we do every Saturday, which I enjoy, but it's like working like helping to org- helping like to organize everything is cool, but it's like it gets tense because I work with um uh, um um uh, a type A person, and I'm not a type A at all. So imagine <laughs> working with a type A person, and you're the uh, the you're the direct opposite, and you're like, I hope I get everything right because like even even like the slightest mistake can be the biggest like screw up to him, or he can make it feel like that. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to get working with tough people regardless of the industry you're in, <laughs> whether it's nonprofit or profit. Yeah, <laughs> that's life there. I'm not going to, but it's just so interesting. Uh, I, I mean, I've, you know, my background growing up in church ministry for years, and we get these quote unquote interns to work for us for free. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, do like what you said, grunt work, and it's just a glorified volunteer, which we have them pay us in most churches. Like, hey, if you pay us a couple thousand dollars a year, we will give you a a couple books here, and we'll have like a quote unquote classes, and we will, uh, you know get you a, cert- a certificate at the end so that proves that you've been <laughs> a part of our internship uh, master uh, master program and uh, <laughs> and I'm Bro. like dude in any other industry in any other industry um, it's just you just chuckle but um, in church culture man it, it's, it's, like, it's oh, a yes. real deal <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I, I love like if you're listening to this and you're into that man I'm not hating on you but it, it is weird it is weird and people when they look at this and they see what you're doing like hey mom and dad I'm trying to raise some money so I can go work as a volunteer for this church for a year um, 
wait a minute, you're going to take off? You're not going to work for a year. You're just going to be a volunteer at this church and you've got to raise money to pay them so that you can live in a, uh, a kind of an apartment with four other guys. <laughs> and then it's, it, it's a, um, so it, it, I don't know too many experiences that aren't like that. That's kind of how it works. It, it's odd. It's weird, but yeah, I mean, now you can look back and say, okay, as these things are wrapping up, You've learned, you've got some experience, you got some good stories, I'm sure, but dude, oh, yeah, definitely. So after this experience of like, man, this I've been a part of this church, it's not what I really expected or wanted. It's I mean, I've been part of this ministry, not what I expected or wanted. This one, this one. In fact, like now you're in this you, you were telling me earlier that you are transitioning out of that because that internship's ending what's next like what is the process of you looking for your next gig been like it's been stressful so much to the point where like not too long ago i had um i had like a health breakdown with my uh my blood pressure because i was like so concerned and so like mentally and emotionally like in a at a crossroads like god like where, where are you calling me like where like what's the next step because i thought that it was you know getting back into the other campus ministry i was a part of but um he was like nope <laughs> so it's like just living in that constant state of unknown but it's like at the same time um i know that he wants me in a place where he can he can uh utilize my gifts well like with my passions for for justice with um with um uh, um with um racial reconciliation and being a voice okay so what that looks like i'm not sure um, I have an idea, but um, okay. I think, uh, practically speaking, um, I think I'm going to spend some time in the marketplace. Good for you. <laughs> Welcome, my friend. Welcome to the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, like, I guess, like, for me, it's like, because, like, I guess, like, for me, like, I've always saw, like, ministry as, like, as, like, the, as, like the high point of, like, living in the high point of like work where it's like, I feel like me going into the marketplace is kind of like settling. I mean, because like, no, like, even though like, I know it in my head, it's in my heart. I'm like, Oh God, I feel like I'm settling. I feel like I'm like cheating, like what you've created me to be. But he's like, no, like there's nothing wrong with like taking a couple of years to work in a marketplace, build up and, um, and, and be a voice and be a vessel with where you are. Man, I've always said there are those that work in ministry and those that work at a church. Mm. Mm. And I think not to Mm. say that there aren't full-time pastors, they're actually out there doing ministry. Right, right. But what irks me to the core Mm. is when people try to pretend that you are not following God. I'm sure you are going to have people that are saying, oh, come on, we'll, you know, just stay faithful to God, stay in the ministry. Dude, going to a workplace and building relationships with people and bringing good news to them, that is the ministry. Right. <laughs> that is the ministry. Like, and you know what? If you still wanted to be involved into a, like the programs, the buildings and stuff, you can still volunteer. Hey, don't worry. I'll still volunteer and help build your stuff. <laughs> but I'm going to be yeah. over here from nine to five, Monday through Friday. And then I'll come hang out with you guys a couple hours a week and it will be fun. And yeah. to call that 
you know, part-time ministry or that's not as, you know, as holy as working full-time at a church or an organization is just a bunch of BS, man. It is, because, like, Jesus did the same thing. Like, he, he was a carpenter. <laughs> Come on, y'all. <laughs> like, and he also had the other uh, 12. And then, yeah. the, and then the other three. Yeah. So it's like, he did that too. And like Paul, he was he was a, a tent maker for a living. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, we have it all through scripture about, you know, God told us to you know go into the world proclaiming this, this good news. And church culture tends to create this bubble, this whole other industry that we invite people mm-hmm. into so that they can get to know the good news instead of us just living out good right. news in our everyday stuff of life. <laughs> My and and I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, because I, I've been there and I've been in that missionary status where you're running around trying to get people to, uh, to donate. So it's like two jobs. I know what you've been doing the last couple of years. You've been working two jobs. You've been working for a nonprofit and you've been raising money for a nonprofit. There's like two different skill yep. sets and it stresses yep. you the hell out and your, your blood yes, pressure is going through the roof. You go see the doctor and they're like, dude, you got to chill out because you're just yeah. you're just wondering how you're going to get paid this month because this church isn't paying you. You've been taught that this is holier than just going to work at a restaurant or becoming a manager or working in an office and just loving coworkers, you've been told that this is holier. And I had to get to my, myself to a point where, like, John, working at a church full-time is not holier than just being amongst coworkers, neighbors, family and friends, right. and being good news to them. Bro, I can't tell you, like, so... So just like going, 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 um, yeah, yes, like just, yeah. So just going back to my, to my blood pressure thing, like when it happened, um, and that night after I had went to the doctor and and he told me like to chill out because your blood pressure is through the roof, um, take a few, few days to rest and get in and um, and get recuperated. Like I told my pastor slash boss, and I know he meant well. I know he meant well. I know he didn't mean any ill intent, but his response, his response, was basically. Like he was like, so what's your take on it? Yeah, like, what do you mean? And he was like, what would you tell our, our, our a couple of guys that you're ministering to? Like, what would you tell me? Like, if I were in that predicament, I would say, listen to the doctor. And he was like, yeah, but um, like I'm a father, I'm a um, I'm a husband, and I'm a pastor. Like, who's gonna pastor? You know, Easter Sunday, who's gonna you know like take care of my kids? I'm like, this is, this isn't. So essentially, he made it a teachable moment as opposed to like caring about my health, which to me. Mm. indicated that I mean I know he loves me I, I mean and 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 I love him too but like it indicated that he cares more about the work and the mission than than like the health of his own teammates oh man well I, I don't know I mean like in all the experiences that you've been in isn't like this whole church atmosphere it's just like any other job man right I mean they're just co-workers yep and when you leave one ministry like how many of those folks are still your, you know, your best buds after you've left? Like, right. I, I think my very first podcast here, the episode I shared my story about once, you know, I would leave a church to go on to a different city and do a different area of ministry. Like all those friends, quote unquote, I had, <laughs> they just disappeared mm. when I was no longer going to their thing. 
So like deuces. <laughs> it was like okay, and I, does that make me mad? Like that's just where okay, that's where we're at. No big deal. <laughs> I don't have to be BFFs. We don't have to have slumber parties with everybody that we hang, hang out with and work with and stuff. I'm not saying that, but it's just it, it's good to be honest. It and sometimes it sucks. Yeah. Like oh no, we're family. We're in this. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. And I get it, but yet. Yeah, that's not what it that's not what it yeah. is <laughs> let's just call it what it it's is like, <laughs> feel like i feel like the american church has has gotten so accustomed to like to the structure and the organization where it's like we forget that like the kingdom of god super, uh, it, it, um, it supersedes the entire building structure organization yep. aspect like like all nations tribes and tongues like if you're a believer if you follow jesus awesome like it doesn't matter like what church or organization that you're a part of within it like and it's like the fact that like so for me personally like when i say like when i tell a tell a person like i'm going to church quote unquote i just say i'm going to gathering yeah the church is not the building it's the people yeah but that (laughs) oh man i mean it's it's good it's it's good to be reminding people that and and like i said there's people who are listening to this that they love working full-time at a church and they love being a campus missionary or a missionary someplace you know they they enjoy raising the money they enjoy what they do and that's great i'm just talking about for those that have been broken burnt out and bored it's okay Mm. it's okay to Mm -hmm. take a sabbatical it's okay to just transition to something different because it's not about buildings, programs, and offerings. Like you can literally just love God, be in community, love your coworkers and neighbors well, and man, Jesus right. like loves you. Like you don't have to do yeah. anything <laughs> to earn more of His right. love. That is good news, man. It's it's so good news. It is, and it doesn't matter like where you are, like. Like the most God, God moments I've had were outside of the confines of ministry, as far as like the organization. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I, I mean, I remember recently, uh, New Year's Eve slash New Year's Day, um, I was at home uh, chilling with my homeboy Daniel, and um, you know his girlfriend, um, and like um, she had um, 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 a good friend with her too, and like all and all of us like you know like their family you know I mean our friends were just like kicking it you know hanging out. And like they will offer me drinks, you know. And personally, I don't drink. Not saying that alcohol is bad or anything. I just like personally don't drink. Um. So like a couple of my friends were like, "Man, this dude's a man of God." Just as like a side comment, not as in, like a disrespect, but as in like a respect kind of thing. But like, um. So um. I think um. Yeah. So like me and her homegirl, um. You know, my friend's girlfriend's homegirl. Um. We talked briefly. Um. I think I mentioned that I was a missionary, but that was like the 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 extent of like me mentioning anything like like church related but like as as the other night progressed like she pulled me aside and we and we um it was just like me and her and she confided in me something that like that i was not expecting at all so she said i don't know where she was like hey um i know you're a christian like, i know you follow jesus and i want to say that i'm a christian too but um I'm also bi- um, a, um, a bisexual, and I just wanted to like to know your take on that. Like, what do you like? How can you help me with that? And for me, that was like a God moment. I was like, for one, how does she even know that I was a Christian? Like, I didn't mention anything about Jesus, nothing about like the gospel, anything. I was just there. I was just I was just present. 
and two like this was truly gossip and it was like brother like be like like a light to this woman right here and so i was so i was a you know and, and so and so i was i was able to affirm god's great design of male and female togetherness you know being married while at the same time not shunning her like or, or, i mean like a lot of church, or, or church folks do because she said that she's been hurt by the church because of mm-hmm. that like shunning um um uh, excommunicated and for me to do that i mean like she walked away like for me like to love her where she was while affirming god's truth she walked away confident she walked away feeling better and for me it's like if we don't have those moments as christians like then what's the point of even doing like, or believing what, what we do yeah. in belief man i'm gonna give you three more minutes and i want you to think of yes, the young man woman who is kind of been in your place Maybe they've been doing um, some of this campus ministry stuff after school or interning with churches, you know, trying to find out, are they going to jump into full-time ministry, jump into marketplace, whatever. I want you to take three minutes and just speak to them. Tell them whatever you feel like you'd want to, man. Give them, give them a heads up. Well, I want to say, like, first and foremost, like, if God is calling you to do that, awesome. Do it. Please do it. Because we need missionaries and, like, believers everywhere. But, like, if you feel like it's an obligation, like, you have to do this, otherwise you won't be holy enough or, like, God won't see you as special, don't do it. Because God, God, God he already sees you as special as can be, like, far beyond any of our comprehension. Because he created us. Like, we're God's, like, we're God's, like, image bearers. Come on now. Like, like it doesn't matter, like or, I mean, or, or what you do that's constructive, that's positive, and even if you weren't, like God loves you so much, where He sent His only Son, His most prized possession, to suffer and die in your place. So, like your occupation, or what you do for the church building or the church organization or whatever have you, like the gospel supersedes that. Like, but if you're called to do this, like if you feel like it is like God's grand design or, or like God's grand purpose for you, for, I mean, um, for your life, do it, but just don't find your, your identity in it because I did. Like, I remember when I was like discipling a student as a missionary with uh, the campus ministry I was a part of, um, and like he was going through a season of like, just like, I don't, you know, need church right now. You know, I, I mean, I, I just want to concentrate on my studies. Like, I got so discouraged where like, I was depressed for like two days, but I realized like God, like my identity isn't in how well I disciple this person, but like who I am in you. So yeah, just that. And like also to just see that like, it's not us versus them. Like there's no them, us. the only difference between us and quote unquote them is that we know the truth and, and we're living by it. That's good news, my friend. So, That's good news, man. Cheers yeah. to that. Um, thanks for hanging out with me. I really appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate you too, John. I, I love I you, man. I love that, man. I love you, guy. Um, I tell you what, <clears throat> keep doing what you're doing. Keep us posted. I'd love to have you come back on here and share with us kind of where you land, because that would be um, a really good cherry on top of the story. If you if oh, you yeah. are new to listening to this podcast, please consider hitting that subscription button on your app, because you're going to want to know uh when the next podcast comes down that's for sure so i quit church 
Dot-com is a place that you can go if you've ever felt broken, burnt out, or bored of the buildings, programs, and offering of the modern-day church. We are just creating community and resources for families to just be the church. You can also find place on there where you will be able to share your story. You can type it out or you can leave a voicemail and we can play it here on the podcast. And as always, we want to make these interviews and conversations priority one to this topic. And thanks for hanging out with me today. See you next time.